Production. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Welcome into the program and welcome into a new week. Hope it's starting off right for you, even though it's starting off a little chilly. It was in a, in the, it was about 29 degrees when I got in my car, which I think my car is usually a little bit colder than the actual temperature outside. Um, I don't know if that's the same for you. My speedometer is five miles an hour off, so... I wouldn't be surprised if my thermometer is off, too. Everything's just off. But that's still pretty cold, still pretty chilly. So if you're heading out this morning, you want to be aware of that. If you wake up in the morning and if you're trying to do no heat November, unless you have some alternate plans, some alternate methods, you may need to break that rule at least for a little while this morning to get the the house warmed up. Uh, I personally, you know, can go long periods of time without heat, but... I had to turn it on last night just for a little bit, just to warm it up. And then then I knock it down and went to sleep. But uh, you might need to turn it on when you wake up in the morning. There's also uh, some uh, some things that we're giving away that, you know, if you, if you won, that might make you feel a little bit warm and toasty as well. We're giving away a couple of different sets of tickets here in the beginning part of the week. Uh, we are giving away tickets to see the Beach Boys. They're playing Thursday at the Providence Performing Arts Center. And they're going to be performing all their hits. It's the American Band Tour. And uh, they'll be playing at the PPAC Thursday evening. You can still get tickets if you want to go to ppacri.org and purchase them. But if you want to try to win them, you can go to wbsm.com and the WBSM app and enter in to win there. And we'll be giving away a pair of those today. And uh, I think we're giving away two pairs today and two pairs tomorrow just because the show is Thursday, so we want to make sure you have enough time to come and pick up the tickets. They're physical tickets, so you will have to come to the studio and get them. Uh, and then also, if you are a comedy fan and you like to laugh at things that just might be a little bit off color, a little bit blue, as the comedians say, well, Chelsea Handler is coming to the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence uh, on Sunday. And we're going to be giving away tickets to that throughout the week as well. And you can enter to win those at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. So whether you like good old-fashioned American, I know it's going to hurt you to hear these words, oldies music, like the Beach Boys, or whether you want to have a good time and some good laughs with some comedy, uh, we have ticket contests for both uh, right now at WBSM.com and on the app. And we've got a whole bunch of other things planned over the coming months, giving away tickets to things. So make sure that you have the app. Make sure that you have access to WBSM.com because that's going to be the way to enter to win. So every now and then we might do something where it's a, you know, caller nine kind of thing. But for the most part, we're going to be doing everything this way. 
because it just makes it easier. We're going to, even if you want to call her whatever thing, we're going to send you all the documentation via the internet to sign anyway, because that's just how the system works now. So uh, if you don't have access to a computer, you don't have access to a smartphone, maybe just, you know, have somebody else help you out. Have somebody else put their name in for you if you want to win. Have them win the tickets and then they can take you. Then you can make them drive and pay for parking. 508-996-0500 is the number to call in and get in touch with us this morning. Uh, just another story where you say, what the heck is going on? That story out of Seekonk where there are two women, the mother and the aunt of a four-year-old girl who now face charges after she suffered serious burns, second and third degree burns across a large portion of her body. What happened? The DA's office put out a press release yesterday, which, which is odd. Normally, you don't see much from, from them on the weekends. So I know that they arrested these women on Thursday and charged them on Thursday. But this release came out on Sunday. And they're being arraigned this morning. And they did say, you know, they, they couldn't put out more details because the arraignment is planned for Monday morning. So we'll get some details from that. I'm sure there will be reporters on the scene. I don't know if the DA's office plans on putting out a follow-up. I hope so. But if not, you know, some of the news outlets will certainly have reporters there on the scene. We would too if we, if we had enough people. But the story here is that there, we don't know the details yet. We don't know exactly what happened. There was no indication in the information provided by the DA's office and what the police had provided to them that indicates how, or I'm sorry, I'm sure the police told the DA's office, but the DA's office did not report what the police told them about how these burns occurred. And I'm going to just speculate a little bit here based on the charges. Because if you take a look at the way that the both the aunt and the mother are being charged, I think that says a little something about what might have gone on. Now, the mother and the aunt live together. I guess they, they live with the child. And the aunt, Francesca Jerome, is charged with reckless endangerment of a child, assault and battery on a child with substantial injury, and permitting substantial injury to a child. The mother, Guillain Jerome, is charged with reckless endangerment of a child and permitting substantial injury to a child. So I'm just gleaning from this. This is just my own interpretation, and it could be 100% wrong. But I'm just gleaning from this that the mother left the child in the care of the aunt. Or maybe both women were there, but it was the aunt that did whatever it was that led to these burns. And that the mother is being charged with reckless endangerment of a child and permitting substantial injury to a child by allowing the aunt to be the one in this situation. 
That's just my interpretation of it. I don't know if that's true. But the aunt is charged with reckless endangerment of a child, assault and battery on a child with substantial injury, and permitting substantial injury to a child. So I can't figure out from that charge, from those charges, if that means that they just weren't paying attention to this child and the child got burned, or if because of the assault and battery charge, was this something that the aunt perpetrated on the child? Did, I mean, was it a situation where the child was assaulted and that assault led to the burning? Again, I'm only speculating here. But maybe the child was assaulted, slapped, pushed, whatever, and maybe hit a wood stove And burn themselves in the wood stove. You know, I'm, I'm just, again, trying to figure out what might have happened. We'll, we'll get details in the arraignment today. But it's just a, a strange and, and heartbreaking situation that this child's, these injuries were life-threatening. And it took 17 hours before anyone was notified about what happened. 17 hours. Imagine... Burning yourself, burning yourself on the stove, on the grill. Burning yourself to the point where you had second and third degree burns over most of your, over a large portion of your body. And you sat around for 17 hours and said, I don't think I need to go to the hospital. The fact that they waited that long makes me think that they know that they did something wrong. I can't imagine it was that they didn't care because eventually they did call. But I, it sounds to me like they were in panic mode about they were going to get in trouble. And, and, and now they are. They've been arrested. They will be arraigned this morning. But this comes on the heels of the Rochester story of a, another. Uh, uh, let me stress. This is the same story that we talked about last week. However, that was the second time this year that the remains of a human baby were found in the, amongst the recycling at the Rochester Recycling Facility, the Harvey Waste Recycling Facility. And it came out after the show yesterday, yesterday, Friday, came out after the show that those human remains were determined to be a human infant. An infant newborn, newborn infant, rather. Just as the first one was. So I know there were some people who were concerned that maybe one was an older child and one was a younger child. and But these both appear to have been newborns. Which, by my math, I don't think it can be the same mother seven months apart. I guess it depends on what the, the range would be to call a, an infant a, a newborn infant. But I think from the way that it was described, it was a matter of giving birth days before, not, not weeks or months before. 
So it's, of course, a very heartbreaking story, but it adds an extra layer of mystery to what's going on. And keep in mind that they could be completely unrelated. But man, that would seem very unlikely, wouldn't it? I was doing a, a, a web show last night, a, a podcast, a streaming show, whatever you want to call it. An internet-based talk show as their guest talking about today being the anniversary of the DeFeo murders in Amityville, New York. And... The other guest on the show, you know, I'm there to kind of talk about things from the paranormal side with the Lutz family moving in afterwards and the Amityville Horror and all that. But on the other, the other guest was Steve DeShavi, who is known for the show The Dead Files, but he's also someone who is a former New York City police officer who knows the ins and outs of the justice system. And he was talking about that very thing, about, you know, when you have crimes that are similar and, and, and seem to be linked, you know, it's kind of Occam's razor that they probably are, but you can't make that assumption until the evidence solidifies that notion. Now, the difference is the first child that was found in that, amongst the recycling, came under the jurisdiction of the, well, at least, you know, the the Announcements came through the Cape and Islands District Attorney's Office because it appeared that the crime had been perpetrated on Martha's Vineyard, that the baby had been mixed in with recyclables and trash that was coming from Martha's Vineyard. This latest case that happened last week is from the Plymouth County District Attorney's Office, which Rochester is Plymouth County. So they haven't ascribed a location to that yet, or it came from a location that was within Plymouth County. And does that mean that it's, it couldn't be related if it was coming from two different counties? I mean, the DA's office never said that the woman, the mother from Martha's Vineyard lived there. They just said that they had, that she had ties to Martha's Vineyard had been to Martha's Vineyard. So I don't know. But two just absolutely horrendous cases involving children in just a matter of a couple of days. And I don't mean to start your, your week off and your Monday off by sharing a horrible story like that, but it's, it's important to get that out there. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. But right now, we're going to take our first break of the morning.
back in. And uh, one thing that we have learned, thanks to our friend Southeastern Mass Alerts on Twitter, at Metro underscore Notify, is that Route 3 northbound at the Braintree split, there is a reported rollover. So keep in mind that might be slowing things down a little bit as if you are heading into Boston on the expressway. I think um, I'm going to be heading to Boston on Thursday to fly out to Detroit, actually Canton, Michigan. Well, I'm flying into Detroit, but then we're, we're heading to Canton, Michigan. Uh, we're going to be investigating the Eloise Asylum, as seen on the Fox Nation show Secrets of the Asylum, starring New Bedford's own psychic medium, Stephanie Burke. Uh, you can catch it now on Fox Nation streaming. You can get a free week trial and binge watch it if you want. But I'm we're trying to like plan out the timing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to leave right after the show at 9 o'clock on on Thursday, and I'll meet you at your house, and we'll go. And we have some friends that are going to drive us into Logan. And she's like, I don't think we're going to make it if you leave at nine. So, eh, might have to, might have to leave early or take a take another day off. But can't miss the plane because we'll we have people that'll be waiting for us out there. So, uh, anyway, I hope that I can avoid traffic while we're heading up there. Then, if that's if that's the case, I know that if the train was working. I still wouldn't make it. <laughs> it would be a 90-minute train ride. But uh, that'll be next summer now. We will take more of your phone calls, 508-996-0500, as well as your app chat messages and open line voicemails via the WBSM app coming up after the news. Uh, and, of course, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light to turn on the light. We will talk about what happened in the New Bedford election. We will talk about some other things that have been happening, including... Uh, the latest on the Star Store story, because there have been some developments on that based on the numbers that UMass was giving for the required maintenance. Spoiler alert, it's not as much as they were claiming it was. So we can get into that with Jack as well. And uh, But I really want to get into the election, the turnout. I want to talk about the, he has a column about the advantages of the incumbents in, in the at-large race. We'll talk about that. And, of course, we'll take your phone calls as well, 508-996-0500. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the national and international headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Donald Trump Jr. will be back on the stands as a first defense witness in the Trump Organization's civil fraud trial in New York. Lawyers representing former President Donald Trump, his son and their company will start the defense today. The Trump family organization is being accused of inflating their wealth to obtain better loans. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says there may be a deal in the works to free more hostages held by Hamas. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, Netanyahu didn't go into any detail, saying the chances of a deal are better the less he talks about it. He did say Israel was not close at all to any agreement until its forces began a ground operation into Gaza. House lawmakers this week could consider a resolution aimed at impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The measure is the work of Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who accuses Mayorkas of willful admittance of border crossers. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is suspending his presidential campaign. Scott made the announcement in an interview with Fox News on Sunday. 
Protections against artificial intelligence and increased pay for background actors are among the issues that were addressed in the agreement between the actors' union and studios. The two sides agreed to consent and compensation related to AI-generated replicas of SAG-AFTRA members. The Rockefeller Center tree arrived in New York City Saturday and is now standing. The 80-foot-tall Norway spruce was cut down from Vestal, New York, Wednesday morning. The traditional 80-year-old 12-ton Norway spruce made a roughly 200-mile journey to be the star of New York's holiday season. The tree's decorations include five miles worth of more than 50,000 LED lights and is topped with a 9-foot, 900-pound Swarovski star adorned with 3 million crystals. The tree lighting will be on Wednesday, November 29th. The Las Vegas Raiders pulled off a 16-2 win over the New York Jets on Sunday night football at Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders are now sitting second in the AFC West at 5-5. New York is third in the AFC East at 4-5. In more sports, the Celtics will be looking to extend their winning streak to three games when they host the New York Knicks tonight at TD Garden. Boston came away with a victory in the first matchup, and tonight's battle is the second of four meetings between the Celtics and Knicks during the regular season. And things have gone from bad to worse after the Patriots fell 10-6 to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. Mac Jones completed 15 of his 20 pass attempts for 170 yards, but threw a key interception late in the fourth quarter. Bailey Zappi took the field for the final drive, which also ended in an interception. New England is now last in the AFC East at 2-8. And And the Patriots will get this week off before returning to action when they visit the New York Giants. And the Bruins are hoping to bounce back from an overtime loss north of the border. After falling to the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday, Boston is visiting the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night. It will be the first of three meetings between the Bruins and Sabres during the regular season. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning under mostly clear skies. Temperatures around 30. Steady increase in cloud cover for this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the mid-40s. Spotty showers, slight chance overnight tonight. And then tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with partial sunshine. Temperatures flirting with 50. Next few days, a warming trend as of mid to late week. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Sunlight plays upon her head Welcome back in 508-996-0500. And you could be seeing the Beach Boys 
uh, coming up at the PPAC on Thursday night. If you enter to win at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app, you may be the names that we draw today and tomorrow to be the recipient of those tickets. So you can enter to win those at WBSM.com or on the app. Just uh, go and click on the story there, enter in your information, and you are entered to win. And to call in and share your thoughts on any of the news of the day, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Good. A nice weekend with the festive Christmas activities at the Andrews household. Oh, got to get all your decorations up and everything? Yeah. We got everything going, you know, and got the lights outside, the decorations inside, you know, it's, it was good. Good feeling. Um. I was listening to, uh, it wasn't, I don't think it was, um, I don't think it was ABC. I think it was the program before you. I was there. The five, I was, it was about 5.30 in the morning they reported it. But Oh, the America uh, in the Morning show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard recently, but he's going through, I guess, some stuff right now. Investigations uh, by the House Republicans. Um, they're looking into... His dealings with America, I think it's called AmeriCorps. Uh, I want to say it's a healthcare, kind of like they jumpstart healthcare um, hospitals and stuff like that in certain areas and whatnot. Um, $200,000 check was cut from AmeriCorps to Jim Biden. And then Jim Biden on the same day cut Joe Biden a $200,000 check on the same day that America cut Jim Biden his check. Um, they're saying it's a loan repayment. I don't know if it's a loan repayment. I don't know what it is. I think that uh, I think that there's some stuff going on that needs to be investigated. You know, and um, I mean, it's, you know. it's it's possible that, you know, maybe he had loaned his brother money and his brother oh, got money and paid him back. But like you said, you know, investigate it and find out what happened. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're saying that they're saying that it's a loan repayment because I guess if you look back, let's say uh, if you look back, I think it, they said two or three months beforehand, there was a loan that, well, there was a check that... Um, Joe Biden cut his brother, Jim, when he was a private citizen, not even when he was a vice president or a senator or anything like that, when he was, when he was running for office, I guess, for um, vice presidency. But I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a mess, okay? It's a mess. We got Donald Trump being investigated on charges that are completely just, you know, way out there, right? And then we have... Well, I don't know if that's an accurate depiction of, of the charges against him well i mean in, in in my eyes they are my eyes it's another witch hunt that well i, I just know, they're, they're i don't know that that shows that you might not know enough about what's going on there's obviously smoke there for them to be pursuing this now you can say whether or not it's it, it's as much of a big deal as they're making it out to be that's that's a fair statement but you can't say there's there's nothing to these charges and the fact that you know, Donald Trump's kids are willing to participate 
in this in this investigation just goes to show you that I mean this <laughs> they're not going to find anything on this on this guy. That's just I mean if it, if it okay let's just let's play devil's advocate. It's not like they volunteer; they're subpoenaed. Right, but what? what, what they don't have to. Then they, they go to jail if you don't answer a subpoena. Well, listen, let's play devil's advocate for a second, right? Say Joe Biden was on that stand. Think you think you think Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden's been so. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, uh, defensive over the fact of, you know, testifying on anything when it comes to his gun charges, when it comes to his drug charges, anything like that. In the past, we've seen him. We've seen how defiant he's been about, oh, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't do this. Like, and then, next, and then, and then while he's trying, while he's facing all these charges, all of a sudden, cocaine gets found in the White House. How? how uh, hand in hand, maybe? I don't know. What do you think? Hand in hand? Well, I, gonna, I'm, I'm not, not going to take all these random pieces and put them together into the narrative that you are. No, but with, with that... that by the way, the by case, the way, you were incorrect. Hunter Biden testified to the House Judiciary Committee. Yeah, with the, about what, though? What, what was it? With the gun charge? Or what was it was it, closed uh, doors, so... Well, nobody knows what he testified for. Well, I mean, the people, the the, the probe into oh, the Biden house, family yeah. activities. That's what he was testifying there for. Yeah, I think that had to do something to do to do with something with his laptop, wasn't it? Well, it's a, it's a, it's 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 everything. Yeah, it's everything. I mean, that's and that just goes to show you right there. I mean, you just said it yourself. It's everything. The whole slew of, of stuff that they wanted to find out about this kid. But listen, it, 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 it's it's sad. It's sad that. A president, okay, who puts America first, right? Who did great for this country. <sighs> well, yeah, I, go well, on, go well, on, well, push well, that rhetoric. Come on, come on, go. I'm just saying. The guy who I'm decided, the guy who decided eight years ago that he gave enough of a damn about America to run for president gives more of a crap about America than the guy that dedicated his whole life to serving the country. Sure. Listen, he did. You cannot say he did not do great for this country. He did. He did great for himself, which was all that he cared about, which was the whole reason he ran. You know what's crazy is that the people that caused all these, all this, all this trouble, okay, throughout the whole entire United States was the lefty liberal nutcases, okay, who were screaming in the middle of New York City, okay, that Donald Trump was president. That's the people that caused all the drama, that caused all the looting, the burning of cities. Okay, the protest. You are riot, so ignorant of everything that oh, has I'm gone not. on in this world in the last no. eight years. It is astounding, John. For a guy who says that you don't pay attention to social media, you are literally a walking conservative alt-right meme. No. I listen, I watch the news. That's about as far as You watch Fox <laughs> News. I wa hey, believe it or not, I sit there on the you know, when I'm sitting there, you know, in my chair and I'm watching the news. Listen, I flip back and forth because I watch Fox. Newsmax, OAN. I'll flip to CNN just to get a laugh at what they're talking about because it's either a, it's either a, um, they're talking about something anti-Trump, right? Or b, they're talking about um, something completely off. So Fox was report. I was just for the hell of it. Fox was report reporting. Okay, I think about thirty seconds because I got some other callers right. here of the of the Israeli war. Okay. And 
I flipped over to CNN, what they were talking about, and it was about the Trump cases. Okay, but while, while, there's, while there's fighting going on in Israel, right, they're, they're talking about the Trump case. I had I mean, CNN on. on all day yesterday, and pretty much nonstop they were talking about what was going on in Israel. Well, this, uh, this wasn't yesterday. It was, the day, it was like the day before. The, the you, day before you, you, do know, you do know that they program against each other, right? Of course they do. I know that. Like the idea is that if you want to see about something else, they don't want to be talking about the same thing at the same time. It's the hey, same reason why you why shouldn't they, you shouldn't hear commercials on this station and then flip to another station and also hear commercials. You know where well, we program that's against why each ratings, other. Their ratings suck, anyways. You know well, Foxes mean? are no better. Awful. Yeah, well, I mean, at least Fox reports on news that, that people actually care about. You know what I mean? Well, that's all right. All right, Tim. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. Yeah. And again, John and I go back and forth like that. People, you don't have to get upset and defend the guy. He's per- perfectly capable of doing it himself. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Again, I'm behind him. Again, me and John tag team. Maybe, maybe that's a new weekend show. Oh my god! I, you know, I've, I've sat in your seat a little while ago, and and, and I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll actually jump on what John was kind of tagline. I'll tagline John a little bit on this. Um, Speaker of the House came out and said, uh, "There's there's not enough evidence for for impeachment at this time." And and there's a lot of people in the base going, oh, we got another another Kevin McCarthy. Right, event. not our guy. Well, we'll have to find somebody else. Gotta, and they're just going to dig and dig until there's that Barry Goldwater that's going to come out and, and start, you know, with different other types of investigations. They're not going to – they don't care. These people, they, they, they have the most conservative Speaker of the House right now in, in years, years. And they, they voted substantially for this guy. And he said, no, there's, there's not enough. And, and the, the House of Representatives run by uh, a banking executive um, and various other people, obviously, in that Judiciary Committee all can't. Dan Hunter and, and Joe, and there's still not enough evidence for impeachment. It's incredible. And, and, and you're going to still have people that are clamoring for, for, for impeachment every single year. And it's just gonna, this is going to go left and right, and nothing's ever going to get done with our politicians that we send there. Because I've said this to people in the, in the past. I've said this probably this weekend. That we don't send our best. We just send the rest to D.C. because it's more of who's the loudest versus who cares the most or who's the most intelligent. It's who can be the most bombastic. It, it, it's, a, it's a battle of, it's not a battle of wits. It's a battle of like one-liners. Yeah. And, and people are, are so like, I don't know. They're, they're, they're just so like ADHD, they didn't go. They can't pay attention to one thing at, at, for a long period of time. Where they need that one-liner, and that's what sticks in their head. And even if that one-liner was said in January and it was debunked by the end of January, that's still going to stick in their head. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Uh, for, for example, we all know, at least from when I call into your show and various other shows, that America is energy independent. We actually produce more energy now than we ever have 
in the history of the country. Energy independent, meaning where our exports of energy is actually more than our imports. And this isn't talking just oil. It's natural gas, oil, all energy, right? And we're producing more oil now than ever before in the history of the United States. And you you could ask anybody on... John, you could ask John. And when he calls in tomorrow, I'll try and beat him. I'll try and beat his call. Maybe I'll call it 6 o'clock. And, and I'll ask John, hey, how much oil do we produce? And are we beating the world? We're beating the world in oil production. The entire world, not one country in the world individually can beat us in oil production. Now, Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about it either. This is a big, big, like, uh, so congratulations for the Joe Biden administration if he was not catering to his base. Right. So we're producing more oil than ever before, but he doesn't want to upset the environmentalists on the left. And the right doesn't want to talk about it because obviously that goes against their narrative. Yeah, but so the reality, when we're reality based, which is where I live, reality based is we're producing more oil than any time in history here in the United States. We produce more than Saudi Arabia. So when 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 Donald Trump comes out and says we're going to all Vivek comes out, and we're going to we're going to just drill, drill, drill. Yeah, we're already doing it, buddy. Yeah. Because, well, you know, uh, that, that's that's it, it's ridiculous. Nobody actually digs into the data and actually pays attention to the economy. They just go with feelings. And, and repeat talking points. I, I got to hold yeah. you there, but I will say, I think part of, you know, why the Republicans shouldn't be so upset or the base shouldn't be so upset about not having enough to impeach is, you know, you were the ones that were saying there should be a higher threshold for impeaching because you felt like there were two impeachments that happened against Donald Trump that, that right. weren't grounded in reality. So then, you know, now here's the speaker saying, well, we need to have a higher threshold than that. And people are getting upset about that. But I do, I do have to hold you there to take a break. Thank All you right, for Tom. the call. Have a good okay. day. And uh, we will be back in just a few moments. Welcome back. And so, again, this weekend, you know, things started to get a little chillier. We had some warm-ups. We had some cool-offs. We had plenty of opportunity for you to realize, hey, wait a minute. I don't think my home is draft-proof heading into the winter. I'm feeling all these little cold spots, all these little drafts coming through. And I called Tim Weisberg, and he said, it's probably not ghosts. So then what might it be? It's probably your windows, your doors. It could be your roof. It could be that your windows need to be replaced, that the seal isn't there anymore, or they're just not closing properly and sagging and all kinds of issues. It could also be that your doors are doing the same, or maybe the weather stripping around those doors is starting to wear away and letting in that cold air. And by the way, it's a pain to try to replace that on your own, so don't even bother to try it. Call the folks at Precision Window and Kitchen. That's what they do. But they also replace roofs. 
And so if you feel like your roof is fading or if you're seeing fading shingles or shingles that are falling off or if you're realizing that there's structural damage or leaks or anything like that, call Precision Window and Kitchen. They will come down, they will check it out, and they will let you know exactly what needs to be done, and they will get it done quickly, efficiently, and effectively. They do it with precision. And what's really great about it is if you do it now, this time of year, you're going to be able to beat all that heavy snow that we're expected to get. The Farmer's Almanac said it's going to be a snowy year, if you believe the Farmer's Almanac. But why take the chance, right? Call Precision Window and Kitchen now. Have them come and take care of that roof before you have what could be inches and inches, maybe even feet of that heavy, wet snow freezing up on top of your roof, making those ice dams, causing more damage. Don't take that chance. Get the roof taken care of now with Precision Window and Kitchen, and then you don't have to worry all winter long. So give them a call or stop by their showroom, 1111 Acushnet Avenue in New Bedford, and they can talk to you about the different products they use. They can show you the different products they use, the different types of uh, shingles, like certain heat shingles and all of those. And then what you can also do, too, is you can go to their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, and see all of that information and book yourself a free, no-obligation estimate. They'll come out, they'll take a look, they'll tell you what to expect. That's the way they do things at Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. All right, got to take one final break this hour. Be back in a few. All right, that's going to do it for this hour. Come back and talk with us more in the next hour. Actually, don't go anywhere. Just stay tuned because we've got the news coming up with all the information that you need. And uh, we'll take more of your phone calls, 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages and your open line voicemail uh, messages on the WBSM app. Don't forget, too, that you can go to WBSM.com or the app and enter to win tickets to see the Beach Boys Thursday night at the PPAC or tickets to win Chelsea Handler Sunday at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence. Uh, tickets to both of those are give, being given away all week. So enter now at WBSM.com or on the app. We'll be right back.